Ah, yes. Today we are talking about manifestation. And I know the second I said that word, you have an opinion on it. Is it real? Some of you guys think it's like shaped your life because of it, right? And some of you guys think it's complete BS. Well, Leah, our therapist friend, is going to give us her perspective. She at least she's actually been doing some research into manifestation, trying it herself, and like what she takes from it. Can we really change our life based on like our own thoughts? We're doing that today with Mental Health Monday. Welcome. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. What's up? Yeah, here we go. It's the 21st, 21st? Yeah, 21st of August. Welcome to our daily podcast that's based in three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot. And we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Okay, first things first, at time of release, I won't know what the weather is in San Diego. So I know we have a lot of people that listen in San Diego. And man, I don't know how that it Maybe it was a big deal. Maybe it wasn't. You know, I lived in Florida for seven years. So hurricanes, uh, you start to become numb to them a little bit over time, yeah. you know, like it's yeah. almost like tornadoes in Georgia, right? Yeah. Um, and probably earthquakes in California. Because if you don't live in these certain places, then mm-hmm. you like you're not used to it. You're not really quite sure what it's going to be like. It's going to be so scary. Like, oh my God. Like I remember I was so scared of earthquakes moving to California. I was like, oh my God, like this is going to be so awful. And when I lived there for five years, never experienced an earthquake, by the way. But what I don't want to be is insensitive because actually right now the storm could have been really bad. But I I never, when I lived in Florida, I dodged every single tropical storm mm-hmm. or hurricane or everything. So anywhere I've lived, I've been lucky not to be able to have one. But hopefully... Everybody is in one piece and they, everybody is uh, and everything's okay where you're living. But just know, I don't know at this point what's quite happening. Maybe it was absolutely nothing for you guys. Uh, but obviously, we can talk a little bit on tomorrow's show about that. We're thinking about our, our San Diego family. We sure are. Okay, Mom, we got to talk about this, um, this dinner. <laughs> so if you weren't here Friday's show, we started to talk about this dinner that my parents were going to. And it seemed like the people that they were going with really didn't want to go to this dinner Mm -hmm. and had kind of given a million excuses of why they had pushed this off for how long? Two years or something? They've been trying not to go to dinner (laughs) with you? Uh Like a long time. Uh But I guess Jimmy Mac probably just annoyed them enough that they were like, damn, I got (laughs) to, I guess I got to go to this damn dinner, you know? Uh, So... I mean, this guy literally used every excuse in the book. He was saying he he couldn't go to this restaurant because they charge 3% on credit cards. Right. He's like, I love, man, I wish I could go to dinner with you all, but that's, that's that 3%. That's going <laughs> to. This guy lives in a million dollar house and can't pay the 3%. I mean, I feel that, though. Don't get me wrong. I also I feel I'd be a little annoyed by that, too. Anyway, uh, so how did it go? It was fun. Um, he. Clearly, didn't really want to be there. Really? Uh, okay, explain that because that was one of the things I was like, "Tell us." I, I don't want. I don't want the text. I want the subtext of the whole dinner. Okay, so first of all, you know, we get there, of course, ten minutes early, and you can't have reservations for fewer than six. So we didn't have a reservation, and we find out that half the restaurant is reserved for a wedding party. Uh oh. And so, you know, Jimmy Mac, he's like, 
damn it, why didn't I call and find out and ask if anybody had the place reserved? I mean, and she was like, well, y'all wait in the bar and I'll get you to see it as as quickly as I can. And, you know, he's obviously not happy. Yeah. So we go to the bar and we order a drink. He keeps looking around, right? And he says, how about that table over there? And she said, no, that's reserved for a party of six, but they're not here yet. Okay, so I sit back down, and they come in about, I don't know, maybe 10 after 6. Yeah. And about five minutes after they got there, before they could even order a drink at the bar, she said, oh, that party didn't show up. Time's up, so y'all can have that table, the one he'd ask about. Yeah. So then he was, of course, very happy. We sat down. We all They ordered drinks. We were having a good time. And then he... When they came to get our order, he said, um, they said, is this one check or two? And Jim said, oh, they're together, we're together. And he, and Dan said, no, um, give me the check. And oh. he looked at Jim and he said, I'll tell you why in a minute. Okay. So we order. Oh, that's nice. I mean, that, that doesn't scream somebody that doesn't want to be there to me so far. Uh, but, but here, listen to the story. Uh, okay. So he says, we're buying dinner because we missed your birthday party. Oh. And we want to make that up to you. So That's nice. it was on us. We That's kind. Lovely. So yeah. nice, right? Okay, so the conversation continues and um and he said something about, Yeah, once a year, once a year, I'll go out, you know, whether we need to or not, or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> and so then I said, Well, when is your birthday? And he started laughing and he said, Tomorrow. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and so he's, is this like his birthday celebration? <laughs> so I said, wow, that'd oh. be worse than I am. I said, well, we should be buying your dinner or whatever. He said, no, 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 no. We're good. We're good. Wow. Yeah. That feels kind of <laughs> weird. It's like the day before the man's birthday. He's over here paying for dad's birthday that was, you know, right. four months ago. That doesn't make, I mean, that, that time has passed. My dad's birthday is in April, by the way. <laughs> right, so. Exactly. It was mid-August. That doesn't. Uh-huh. And the guy's birthday is the next day. Right. It makes way more sense that you guys treat him than he treat you. But whatever. Exactly. Okay. So I said, "Happy birthday!" And we all cheered you. Yeah, happy birthday. Okay. So then, as we started to leave, of course, remember we're in separate cars, right? And um, his wife Bonnie says to me, "Oh, this was so much fun. Please invite us again." And I said, oh, oh, yeah, definitely, you know, and we enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, yep, see y'all next year. Yeah, he's not doing it. He wants to make it really clear. <laughs> Don't be calling me all the time. <laughs> and then Jim, during the conversation at dinner, Jim said, Dan, I really think you need to look into this e-bike thing. And he he looked at him. He said, I'm not doing that. Yeah, this guy <laughs> so doesn't we want don't need to, We don't need to talk about it. No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm, I'm genuinely curious. I mean, I feel, by the way, I feel all of it. I feel this whole thing. Like I understand exactly what he's going through. It's painful. Painful. Well, here's the rest of the story. Okay. Fast forward to the next day. Brian comes over. Brian and Winnie are here for the week. It's weekend. my brother. Yeah. Yeah. We got Winnie's his yeah. dog. We're going to Connie house for dinner. The three That's of us, right? Japanese restaurant. Mm-hmm. We walk in and who's sitting there? Dan. Oh, here we go. And and we go, oh, and I said, happy birthday to you. He said, I'm here for takeout. Yeah. And I've been waiting for 20 minutes, and I gave them an extra 10, and I'm not happy. 
this was his birthday? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Take out. He's like, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> the place was swamped with people. Fortunately, we had a reservation and we were doing dine-in. Everybody wanted to go to Hibachi, right? Yeah. Um, and so he, he got his food about the time we got seen. <laughs> he said, when he left, he said, see you next year. Yeah, we still, <laughs> twice. Mm-hmm. You got to really... Uh-huh. Really make that clear to people because uh-huh. what happens is like because my dad's an extrovert man he'll he'll talk <laughs> your ear off like he just he will he's a lot so um if you're not if you're an introvert you have to make it really clear that, like what we're doing is absolutely out of the norm like this is not going to be <laughs> a regular thing I honestly cannot wait to go home and go right. sit in silence after this because yeah. it's just been so incredibly much. Yeah, and it was clear during the whole dinner conversation. I mean, he even said at one point, he said, when we don't really go anywhere or do anything, we just stay home. Yeah. Yeah. It's like That's gold. That's like that's that, like make that clear to y'all. Mm-mm. Don't invite us out to movies or no. shows. Mm-mm, we don't do that. Don't we want just, it. We just stay home and we're just happy as we can be. That's it. Don't want to talk to y'all. Yeah. Don't don't need interaction. (laughs) At some point he said to Jim, yeah, I know you like to talk. Yeah. (laughs) He does. He can do his whole podcast by himself, honestly. He'd be (laughs) happy as a clam, that man. It was was funny. But anyway. I, I, uh, I didn't expect to have to drive my own Uber this weekend. This was a, this is a, this is a weird one, y'all. This is a weird story. Uh, you know, typically you call an Uber, it's someone that drives the car for you, right? But uh, yeah. I, I literally ended up driving my very, my own Uber for myself, this store. So uh, I I went, weather was beautiful this weekend in Maryland. It was the weather, Mama, you were talking about probably a couple mm-hmm. of days before. Four you. days, uh-huh. It yeah. just like, it feels, there's like a, a tinge of fall in the air, right? Mm-hmm. Beautiful, mm-hmm. not a cloud in the sky. And so I, uh, I wanted to be outside as much as possible. And I made a really ambitious move. Uh, they have a outdoor yoga class on the, uh, almost the other side of town mm-hmm. and on Saturday. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to walk from my house. It's so pretty out. I don't mm-hmm. waste any, any outside time. I'm going to, I'm going to walk from my house all the way over to the park across town, two and a half miles. Uh, mm-hmm. it took me about 45 ish, maybe 50 minutes to get over there. Uh, it was, I mean, not, not the end of the world, but I told myself because I, we're actually recording this on Saturday. So we are, um, uh, I was like, I, my, my schedule was tight. I couldn't, I didn't have time to walk back home anyway. Point is, so I had to call an Uber, right? So this guy pulls up, he's, he's in a Tesla and I, I get in and he, he's, he's Jimmy Yancey. He's Jimmy Yancey Jr. He is, this man is talking my ear off just about this and that and starts talking about his car and. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't even know. Y'all know me. I'm just trying to <laughs> get through the day. I'm just trying to get, th- just get through this 15 minute ride. Right. <laughs> and I told him somehow his, you know, the Tesla came up and I don't even, I, I may have been small talk him at this point just to like, because I felt awkward and <laughs> he, he was, Oh yeah, I love this Tesla, this, that showing me all these features. Got a whoopee cushion feature in it where it can like oh, make fart noises in the back oh seat and gosh. just, what in the world? And I told him, I said, I said, how do you, you know, how do you like it? How are you? Uh, you know, he's like, oh, you know, I, I pay $50 a month in electricity for it, but it's way less than gas. And I'm, uh, anyway, and I'm like, yeah, you know, I think honestly that my next car will most likely be an electric car because I just don't feel like I really want to buy a gas car anymore. Mm-hmm. And he's like, 
he turned to me because he, you know, he obviously is kind of half driving because his car is driving itself at this point. Kind of, <laughs> he turns to me, he goes, "You want to drive it?" <laughs> and I was kidding. like, "You." Uh, do you want me to drive your car? He's like, yeah. He's like, why don't you drive it? And I'm like, I'm like, no, like I don't, I'm good. He's like, no, you got, you got to drive. You've never driven a Tesla before. And I'm like, I, no, I've never driven. He's like, oh, oh my God. He's like, he's like, I won't take no for an answer. This man oh literally gosh. pulled off on the curb. Like I, I couldn't, I he literally pulled to the side of the road, parked uh-uh. the car and said, come on, get up here. Uh-uh. And at this point now I'm feeling really uncomfortable. Right. Cause uh-huh. I'm like, you're waiting for him to pull a gun to your head. I just don't know. It's just like, I don't know what's about to happen. I'm just like, this is so, I've never had an Uber driver uh-uh. or anybody that I don't know, uh-uh. or even people I do know, stop a car and say, you need to drive the car now. So I'm like, he didn't even know if you had a driver's license. No idea. And I said, I said, well, what if I get in a wreck? He says, it's just stuff. He's like, this is uh-huh. just a car to me. Uh-huh. And I'm like, Okay, because right. like I this like man, it. literally, it's like we're like sitting parked, and like, what am I gonna do? You know what I mean? Like, what <laughs> what option do I have other than like just get out? And I'm You're like, never getting home. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. Um, so I I get in the driver's seat. He he gets in the passenger seat, uh-huh. and uh, it's and it, it's it, it's a nice car. And he's like, he's like, show me all the features. He's like, he's like, step on the gas, and I'm like, I'm like, okay. And like, he's like, no, really, really step on it. Like really, like really step on that gas. And so I step on the gas and I'm like, and then like, you know, all of a sudden I'm going like, you know, 65 miles an hour and like a 30. He's like, yeah, see, you get that. Like, and I'm like, you're making me speed through town. Like, I feel like, (laughs) (laughs) I feel like this has got to be a really dangerous move. (laughs) Like, they, like, what are we doing? It was like one of those moments where I'm like, what am I doing right now? <laughs> this only has potential to go wrong. Like, nothing good can come from this. Right. right? Yeah. So you can imagine how weird it was when I pulled up to my condo, right? And then I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> thanks for the ride. <laughs> and then, like, we, like, both got out. <laughs> and then I'm like, I don't even know how to tip in that situation. Like, what? Uh-huh. Like, is that... Like, do you, does he get more tip? Does he get less tip? Like, I don't, I don't even, I'm not quite sure how to tip someone that makes you, makes them drive your, like, I feel like I did all the work here. You didn't really do much of anything at this point. (laughs) You can, I I took you for, maybe you should pay me for this ride. (laughs) Like, have you ever heard anything crazy like that before? I mean, that has to be the absolute craziest thing when it comes to and, and no. ride shares are always y'all like that's always a you never know quite what you're getting into right mm-hmm. like i i i love i love the convenience of a ride share y'all know that yeah. like, i love just to be able to say on demand like 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 today was a great example right saturday was a great example it's like i could walk you know and then like instantly i know i have somebody that can pick me up and take me back love that mm-hmm. yeah. the problem is you just never quite know who's going to be driving the car <laughs> and i've never been scared before like i've never You're been right. worried about getting shot or kidnapped and i mean some people listen there are some horror stories out there especially in yeah, baltimore there was a weird uh period where there were multiple um shootings or no it wasn't shootings it was kidnappings they were like they were like mm-hmm. kidnap people and take them to the atm make them like take money out the atm that's what it was Right. Uh, I, i've never experienced anything bad in any any ride share before and i take a lot uh but mm-hmm. I can tell you, sometimes uh, getting kidnapped is not the absolute worst situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been in cars before where I've had uh, – I've been preached to, which, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. not that that's wrong, but like 
you just I, I wasn't here for a sermon today. You know what I mean? Like literally trying to get me to like convert and like be be like a diehard Christian. I'm like, this is a this is this is a lot. You know, this mm-hmm. is this is crazy. I've had people smoke weed in the car before. That was a no. That was one. In an Uber? When it, yeah, in an Uber. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I one of my favorites. One of my because sometimes it's fun too. So there was a woman in Dallas that when she drove me to the airport and. She, I don't remember how this whole thing went. This is so crazy. I got in the car and she's like, oh, hey, Steve. And I'm like, hey. And she's like, hang on one sec. And no, she's, she's like, starts talking. And I'm like, and I forget what she's, and she was like, yeah, isn't that, isn't that bullshit? He did that to me. And I was like, what? And she's like, oh, I'm on the phone. No. And I'm like, oh, maybe she's on her AirPods or something. But no, she's on speakerphone. So now I can like hear this conversation oh, no. that she's having like with a girlfriend, right? Oh, she's no. like. Yeah, I can't believe he'd say that. And I'm like, okay. I'm just like, now obviously I'm listening to every word. Actually, I'm not, but I'm like way invested. And they're talking about her um, cousin's boyfriend. I think it was her cousin's boyfriend. And he apparently is just not a good guy. Just, uh, and I forget his name now. I wish I, I, wish I remember the story better because I would could tell it a whole lot better but but this guy apparently we we, he's not there this this uh this this group of hens on the phone are not very fond of (laughs) of this boyfriend and so they they were like yeah they did i can't they can't disrespect her like that and like and that and i I don't remember so anyway so she hangs up and she goes oh i'm sorry about that anyway and i'm like oh it sounds like it's pretty dramatic and then she tells me the whole story of this cousin and how he like tells like it's so derogatory to her you know to her cousin and all the bad things that she said to him and <laughs> what did she say oh and she was like oh yeah and then he called me a thought and i'm do you know what a thought is i'm gonna have to no. break this down for you probably no. now, again i'm just trying to get to the airport y'all i'm, I'm like i'm tired as hell from this radio conference mom a thought is stands for it's an acronym for that hoe over there a thought oh and uh, <laughs> a thought, <laughs> a thought. Oh, yeah. Man. So uh, and so basically, a thought. Let me actually look up the definition for you here. So we have a. a well, thought. I get that. <laughs> but I'm trying to think of like like what the word would be for like everyone else. Um, oh. Okay, and actually, it's it's in the what dictionary is this? This here's here's the actual. It's a noun. It's a uh, derogatory and informal. Uh, it is a woman who has many casual sexual encounters or relationships. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and I was like, Oh, he, he's like, he called you a thought. I was like, well, what happened? And they, so <laughs> then she breaks down why he called her a thought. And <laughs> so apparently she was like, well, you see, I, I post, I have a, she's like, I have a Facebook page. I'm like, mm-hmm. and she's like, I post pictures of myself up there and a lot of guys come and they comment on them. And then I make sure that I go through and say, thank you. She's like, I'm a married woman. I'm a married oh. woman, but I go through and I, th- and I say, thank you oh. to every guy that comments on it. And I'm like, no. I'm like, Oh, okay. But he's like, and then one day they were in a fight. That's talking about her cousin now and this guy. And he <laughs> called me a thought. And I'm like, wow, this is, I'm just, I'm, my flight takes off in an hour. Can we just focus on maybe? That's <laughs> I'm saying. You never know. Man, you get in the car and like you're, you're in somebody else's no, like. No, you're captive. Yeah. Whatever. You, you don't captive. know. You don't know what you're about to get. So I got a little <laughs> thought conversation, which was uh, oh, unexpected. 
All right. Let's do our quote for this Monday, Mom. Okay. It's from Lucille Ball. Things said in embarrassment and anger are seldom the truth. Mm. Is that not the truth? Mm-hmm. I mean, when we're embarrassed or we're angry, well, and we're embarrassed, we're trying to cover up the embarrassment, right? Sure. Yeah. By saying something else. And obviously, when we're angry, we're usually trying to throw stones at someone, right? Sure. Um, but, you know, that's a good thing to remember when that comes at you that, you know, not to believe what someone is saying when they're angry or when they're in a, a place of embarrassment. That's the worst. I hate it. I hate when they hear just – last week was a rough week. I am, for a lack of – time here i'll sum this up for y'all uh two one word producer okay um Uh and in case you don't know i was basically promised a producer uh Mm -hmm. for a very long time now and and didn't put it into my contract because it was like a hey don't worry we'll handle this off the off the record so don't worry about it Mm -hmm. and uh it it is uh not come to fruition now for now two and a half years and y'all friday I literally had a meltdown um, because I feel like anyone, it's not important to anyone but me and Jess. Like that's it. Obviously like corporate doesn't give a shit. They're, they're just kind of like, I don't think it's not, nobody gives a shit. Let me, let me take that back. It's just not a high priority for anybody. Right. Mm -hmm. So they're everybody's taking their sweet time trying to get this done. I mean, the job's getting done. Well, and that's, and that's the problem, right? Is yeah. like, well, it's running at a high caliber and it's performing mm-hmm. well. So, like, why are we going to put more money into this? And I'm like, because mm-hmm. I'm going freaking crazy. Like, I'm literally going nuts. And mm-hmm. we're not even running this kind of show I want to run in the first place, right? Mm-hmm. Man, but here, yeah. <laughs> you ever had you ever had a conversation, like, with uh, Tom, my boss, nicest boss I've ever had, right? Mm-hmm. Friday, man, I laid it all out for him. I was mm-hmm. just... Ain't pride just like, man, I said shit. I just like went crazy, man. I'm not crazy, but I was just, I was very firm and like my, my feelings mm-hmm. and very emotionally charged with my, with my feelings about this whole situation. Cause it's, I mean, it, it's, it's very frustrating. It's very mm-hmm. frustrating because it's been now, yes. like I said, two and a half years. Right. But like you ever get done with like an angry conversation and then like, like the next day you wake up and you're like, shit. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that probably shouldn't it. have said that. Probably shouldn't have gone that maybe far. Maybe not yeah. in that tone. Probably should have been a little bit more chill. So I don't know. This Monday, I'm not quite sure what I'm walking into. But here's what <laughs> I found. And I, I don't know. If this goes with every everybody's business and not just you know radio. But like, there's a you, there's a fine line between doing what you do. Do like. Like the a-hole line is very interesting because sometimes you got to be an a-hole to get things done. Mm-hmm. And then you take it one step too far. Mm-hmm. And like, you're not quite sure where that line is. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. There's no clear definition of like, okay, now you went too far and everyone in the office hates you, you know, or mm-hmm. your, your boss is going to write you up and never quite sure. And I think if I ever push that line, mm-hmm. I pushed that line last week. Uh-oh. So uh, I don't know what I'm walking into. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I wish I wouldn't have had that conversation in anger. I told him because he was like, well, let's call our general manager. Let's and I'm like, listen, I don't want to, I don't, I definitely don't want to act this way in front of her. Like I don't, like I, mm-hmm. I know for a fact that I can do this with you. Cause Tom and I, it's, it's a weird relationship. He's my well, boss, but he, like, yeah, he's a friend to you though. But like, we have a friendly relationship too. Mm-hmm. So it's like, 
it's a little bit different, but still, there's still that line, man. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, let's see what we're walking into today. But I just, I don't know. But anyway, it's true. Like, I think that walking into work Monday, I can have a much more relaxed conversation than I did on Friday because I just mm-hmm. sometimes y'all just got to give it a second. Just give mm-hmm. it a second. I promise you, my next relationship, I've got to learn that better to just like just give it a second. Take a breath. Count to ten. I t- count to t- ten, ten and hours if you have. Count you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I just, mm-hmm. it's just uh, you just never know when you're gonna cross that line. You know? Mm-hmm. Nope. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, certified fans, thank you so much for yet another week of Certified Mama's Boy. Really appreciate that. Certified fans are people that contribute a few bucks a month. It's uh, six bucks a month to become a certified fan as of right now. And uh, we are very thankful for you. comes with a bunch of perks when you do it. So thank you for uh, anyone that's done it and giving us another week of Certified Mama's Boy. Uh, actually, this it's kind of a big responsibility to be a certified fan right now because we're kind of building – Certified Mama's Boy 2.0 behind the scenes right now. I'm mm-hmm. li- literally taking every purse, every certified fan's opinion to heart over at mm-hmm. the um, on the Facebook page. So yes, uh, nobody knew today, but I think that's going to change. I feel like there's we got we got probably one more person this month in my bones. I know there's one more person that's just been waiting to become a certified fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. going to spin our wheel of certified fans and. We're going to thank one person. We dedicate not it's not just the perks, but every show we dedicate to a certified fan because you guys are amazing. We're so thankful for you, hundreds of y'all. Mm-hmm. Uh, Two twenty nine is our certified fan of the day. And by the way, when you join, you instantly become the certified fan of the day. So hopefully tomorrow we'll have somebody we can shout out easily. Um, <laughs> I don't know who that is, Uh-oh. so I'm going to go to two two eight because two two nine didn't fill out the form. Uh, some, some, I think, remember this is the person that I think was supposed to put Samantha, but it's Sanantha, which might still be Sanantha. I don't know. We've shouted you out before and I've always been very confused about your name. I'm not sure if it's Samantha or Sanantha, but Mm. either way, uh, you're the certified fan of the day and (laughs) Samantha slash Sanantha. Which it might be Sanantha. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't an error. I don't know. But it's what I got in front of me. So uh, Sanantha L. That's all we know about you. I'm not sure. It's Samantha with an N instead of an M. Um, thank you so much for being a certified fan. Really appreciate you. You're 228. And uh, let's give her a whoop whoop, Mom. Okay. Whoop whoop to Sanantha L. From who knows where. <laughs> We don't really mind where you're from. We're just happy that you're here with us. Thank you. 
All right, who we get one more person, one more to do become a certified fan. Text the word fans, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. And that's going to do it for you today, Mom. Love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. All right. Let's do our Mental Health Monday. This is my therapist friend, Leah Geary, who is a therapist in hopefully beautiful, sunny San Diego. Uh, maybe not so much today, but uh, we get we get on here on Mondays and we just talk everything mental health. So Leah finally joined the the Woo Woo Clan. Welcome, by the way. It's <laughs> nice to have you. Been over here for a while I, now. I wasn't anti Woo Woo. I think I'm so you know therapy mental health like of that mindset. Yeah. So I'm like all about therapy, and I have my psychotropic medications, <laughs> and I do exercise, and like kind of that science space, right? right? But I, I am not anti woo woo. I've had, I have friends that like love, love woo woo. I've done, yeah, like Reiki. I've done, and I've done acupuncture before. Like I'm not super new, but I think I'm, I was looking for something, especially going through grief, looking for something a little bit different. Right. Cause I think sometimes talk, it's, it's just, I need a release versus just talking about stuff. So how did manifestation come into this? So I started seeing this energy, well, over the phone, this energy healing person that was recommended through a therapist friend. And she recommended me this book and it's E, e square, like kind of a play on the e equals MC square yeah. or something like that. Um, it's like a famous book apparently for like manifesting. And it talks about like really actually like the science and evidence of energy and matter and why manifestation is not woo woo actually like, so it breaks down this idea of like energy and, you know, how the energy we put out influences the energy around us yeah. and how whatever, all that stuff. And I, and that actually was like kind of helpful as someone who's like very science, like well, right. evidence-based. Well, what, what it was, before you read this book, what was your take uh-huh. on manifestation? Cause I'm, I so, even, I have a hard time with. Yes. I do too. Figuring it all out. Well, so I read The Secret because people were like really oh, into yeah. that. And I had a hard secret? time. The Secret was everything, right? And then you read I it and you're like, wait, I just have to like visualize a parking spot being open. It's going to be open. Then you do it and you're like, right. it doesn't work. Right. And I I feel like I do think there's something about like mindset. This is like cognitive behavioral therapy. Like if you go into the world being open-minded and thinking that there are, you know, there is good in the world. Right. I do think your interactions with people will be more positive and more or more pleasant sure. and that it will make uncomfortable situations more tolerable and it'll be helpful just yeah. navigating day to day. So I do think there's like definitely a place for it. I think where the secret really was upsetting to me is, you know, I do a lot of trauma work and a lot of people have experienced abuse and childhood abuse and have been in abusive relationships. And that's not something they asked for. And like you and I've talked about too, with generational trauma, if you're born into a family that's had these past experiences and there's some DNA or DNA components and genes. And also if you have like mental health issues, like, and there is a chemical component, I think it's very, it's a minute. What's the word I'm looking for? It kind of like invalidates Mm. those experiences and also places blame on people. And for things like trauma, especially like natural disaster, childhood abuse, like how can we say that that's because people put out this energy? Mm. And so I think there's a place for it. And I think there are elements of it that I think can be very helpful, like thinking in a more um, neutral or optimistic way. I don't think always positive, but just the belief that like people are generally good is helpful. Sure. Um, and so wait, so when you read this book then, so what was, what was your takeaway after you oh, read so the, the book? So the, oh, this is my beginning. So the healer was like, I recommend reading this book, doing some of the experiments. Cause it gives you like, I think nine experiments. To oh, do. to actually like, see, like see if it works. 
Yeah, like oh. you you get four, you do these experiments forty eight hours, and they and they even say in the book like if if it doesn't work out like that's okay. <laughs> no take, refunds, no refunds. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like take notes because it like, gives you the section. You like write your notes, like yeah. what happens, right? And um, so I did um one experiment was so one of the first ones I did was. I, it asked to like, look for like, you, you know, ask the universe for a sign that there is something beyond us essentially. And something that's inexplicable and like a pleasant, like a completely surprise. Like, you know, like, you know, if I walk down the street and see like someone bike by, that's not like a complete surprise. Right. So something that's completely, that wouldn't be a coincidence. So I did this 48 hours thing. And I remember being like, and, they, and they, they tell you to look for it. So the idea isn't that it just pops in your lap, but like the idea is if you're looking and you're putting your attention into this belief that there are certain things that, you know, we can't explain, sure. then you, you'll you find it, right? It's like, it's like, I don't know. So right. I was, it was funny. It was like the first day I was like being, I was being hopeful and like kind of be like going about my day, like just being like. I'm going to see something cool that's going to show that there's this inexplicable energy. Right, I'm waiting for this. I'm just waiting. Right. I'm going to get so that, like, that lottery ticket. I'm, I'm about to win the mega millions. Right. I'm yeah. like looking around, like smiling, just like, okay, like waiting for my – and then <laughs> nothing. And then the next day, I took Bernie to the dog beach. I had a – like I started later. That's, so I took him over oh, to her, this <laughs> island. That's her That's her dad, by the way. Oh, so my dog. <laughs> not dad. I'm just kidding. Were you joking? <laughs> That's my dog. Um, we went to the Fiesta Island in San Diego. So great. And we had a great time, but I was like, it's funny. And uh, there was a moment where I saw a full, st- uh, full starfish on this, oh, wow. on the, on the sand. And I, like, I thought it was cool. And I've never, I, I don't know if I've ever seen a full star, like a full intact starfish on the sand before. Yeah. So I didn't really think much of it. I was just like enjoying my time with him. It's his first time. So we were really enjoying just like the scene and he was in the water. It was great. So I really didn't cl- – I clocked it, but didn't really think anything of it. And then I had my therapy session the next day, and I was, like, telling her about this and feeling silly. Like, I gave into this manifestation thing and, like, that I was trying it out and feeling, like, am I kind of an idiot for thinking this way or, like, buying into this? And we just talked about, like – and I told her, like, I, there was really nothing, like, super – super – um what's the word? Like, obvious right, to me. Right, right. Like, Jesus didn't show up and say, like, I'm here. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, um, and I'm a Jew, by the way. So, uh, that's true. He said, thanks, but, thanks for killing me. But Jesus probably wouldn't show up for me. <laughs> um, but, well, I'm not even religious. But anyways, so, <laughs> so I was telling you this and I was just kind of being like, is it silly to do this? And then I was like, I did see this starfish. So maybe like that's something. And like, it's funny. I'm like, I don't really, that wouldn't be so surprised. It wasn't like a shocking coincidence. Yeah, or, yeah. Like, this, and so it's funny, but we had this conversation. She was like, well, she's like, I bet if you Googled what a full starfish, like if you found a full starfish on the shore, like the significance of that you'll find something. She goes, so I think the idea is you kind of take meaning from things like, like use, use elements of things, of things and practices that are, that are useful and feel good for you. And then other things you don't have to take seriously. And it's not a matter of things working or not working. It's like the idea of what is useful to you. And I do believe that. Mm. And that was just that conversation too was so, put me at ease. So in that yeah. moment, you're saying, so did you, are you now a believer in the manifestation? Do you think you manifested that no, starfish? No, I don't and think that it's was... so much that, but I do think um, another thing with two was like, in one of the, the other experiments that I did was count how many butterflies you see. Wow. Um, by the way, what's really funny is I hate butterflies. Why, who, who, uh, why, how would you hate butterflies? Why? I just think they're glorified moths. Like they don't. <laughs> what have they ever they done don't. for us? 
They don't respect. <laughs> they don't respect your space. That's true. And they're always just like in your face, wow. and it's just like I don't find they're pretty, I guess, but they're also strange. I don't know. It's not. They're not for me. They've never been for me. I've always felt this way, and it's a point of contention with some people because they're like find them super hot beautiful. Take, hot take. B- hot take. Butterfly. So it's funny because like so I started. Lo- Bernie's are. It's there are a lot of butterflies, and then Bernie's are like loves to chase them. Yeah. Like he's. It's really cute. He kind of like follows them. He's kind of dopey, and he's like looking at. He's like so. I did see a lot of butterflies, and I think the first day I counted, I forget how many, like five or six that I saw, like overtly, but then I was, but now I see butterflies everywhere. But the thing is, I think that's a point is like, if you're looking for things, you will see them. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, if you're looking for the bad, you will find the bad. If you're looking for the good, you will find good. Mm -hmm. So I do think our mindset and how we interact with the world and that perception matters because everything's based on our perception. It's really not right. Like, so I think if I if I had not had that experiment, I don't think I would have seen as many butterflies, not because they didn't exist, but because I wasn't paying attention. Sure. Or of course I hate butterflies. So like I, <laughs> you know, I don't seek them out. You run away <laughs> so, from them, yeah. I run <laughs> so I think for me, it was not a matter of like, do I believe it or not? I think I can see how that practice can be positive yeah. and useful for someone, especially if you need hope and you need a sense of faith. And if you can use that during a really tough time, like grief yeah. or a life transition, why not? Like I, so I'm not anti, I think I'm like, still feel like it's more for me, like cognitive behavioral, like, which is like, again, scientific based. Like if we, if we think the world's a terrible place, we're going to, we're going to observe only terrible things. Sure. Versus and if maybe we think if you manifest a, a new job or a new, I mean, right. I, I, again, I don't know. I don't, I don't have any, I've got no take on this. Honestly, I, I, I just kind of observe everything and take it all in. Yeah. Right. And see maybe yeah. did I manifest this. Did I not? I don't know. Um, yeah. but it's interesting hearing you, somebody that comes from a background of, mm-hmm. you know, being a therapist and like that, that take, you're not as woo woo as I thought. I thought you'd come in being a lot more woo woo about that, you know? No, but, you, but I will say like, I mean, a lot of the work I do with clients, if there is, and I'm not like a Christian or faith-based or spiritual therapist, I don't do that. But like yeah. a lot of the work I will do is like, if someone's faith is a source as a positive and is a positive resource yeah. and helpful We'll, we'll, we'll turn to that we'll, we'll find ways to rain, to use that, to ground us. Sure. And so like, I'm whatever was helpful. And again, like just can provide a sense of inner peace or faith yeah. or hope, especially during a tough time. Why not? So I'm not, yeah, I'm not like crazy woo woo, but I, I still like, I have sage and <laughs> stuff. Goes to yoga things. though. So it's. I do go to yoga. Yes. (laughs) So that's, that's good enough. You're a Southern California woo woo person. I think officially. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's limited. Um, It's like a reformed version, you know, we uh, don't go to her for spiritual healing, but you can always go to her for, you know, mental health, anything. Leah is a honor your spiritual, you know, like I'm I'm very much respectful. Listen, there's nothing ever brought to Leah where she thought was too weird. And we, we, we've shared some weird stories back and forth, Leah. And Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. no, neither of us, we're still, we're still here. A hundred and 106 episodes later, we're still doing this together. So, Wow. Uh, but check her out. She wow. does have a lot of stuff. If you haven't checked out Leah's stuff, you need to connect with her. Leah, how do we find you? You can find me on Instagram at Her True Empowerment, where I link. I have my ebook that I've been talking about. I have links to my Psychology Today, sorry, Psychology Today blog and my link to my book that I wrote with a friend. So check it out. All right. That's it for today, y'all. Appreciate you so much, San Diego. We're thinking about you and uh, praying everybody at this point listening uh, is every, I think though we can, 
no matter what, I do believe in like sending really positive thoughts, manifestation, maybe, maybe not, but like literally if we can all just think like really, really good thoughts for every single person that listens to this podcast that lives in San Diego. Like I hope, I hope everything is going your way today. Hope that uh, the storm didn't, you know, damage your place. And, and again, maybe it was nothing by the time this gets released, but I'm just definitely thinking about all of everybody. All righty. We'll do this again tomorrow with Ask My Mom. Okay. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.